Welcome to the Science Lab podcast, where we dive into the latest technologies and groundbreaking scientific discoveries from all corners of the globe. In today's episode, we'll cover physicists discovering evidence of a potential fifth force of nature, Russia's upcoming mission to the moon, the possible discovery of the largest asteroid impact in Australia, a new technique combining crystallography and spectroscopy to understand molecular dynamics, using skeletal elements for genetic kinship analysis, the extinction and recolonization of early humans in Europe, unprecedented waves in a star system, the achievement of quantum states in macroscopic objects, and the use of climate models to understand hominin, migration, and evolution. Hey there! Get ready to have your mind blown because scientists might be on the verge of discovering a fifth force of nature. This exciting idea has gained some traction thanks to some unexpected behavior by a subatomic particle. You see, according to our current understanding, there are four fundamental forces in nature. The electromagnetic force, the strong and weak nuclear forces, and good old gravity. However, the standard model of particle physics doesn't explain gravity or dark matter, which is this mysterious substance that supposedly makes up about 27% of the universe. But hold on tight because researchers now believe that there could be another fundamental force out there, a fifth force. Dr. Mitesh Patel from Imperial College London explains that we're talking about a fifth force because the behavior they observed in these experiments can't be explained by the four forces we already know about. The experiments took place at the Fermilab Particle Accelerator Facility in the U.S., where scientists observed how subatomic particles called muons behave in a magnetic field. These muons are like heavier versions of electrons, and they rotate around the axis of the magnetic field, just like a spinning top. However, here's the kicker. As they move, they wobble. The frequency of this wobbling is predicted by the standard model, but the experimental results don't seem to match those predictions. If the measurements don't line up with the standard model's predictions, it could be a sign that there's an unknown particle at play, potentially the carrier of this fifth force. And this isn't the first time Fermilab has shown these kinds of results. However, there's a bit of uncertainty around the theoretical prediction of the frequency, which could shift things. But if this discovery is confirmed, it would be a pretty big deal. It would open up new avenues for theoretical ideas and predictions. And eventually, we might even build an experiment to directly discover this elusive particle. And get this, Fermilab isn't the only place where these tantalizing findings are popping up. Similar work at the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, at CERN, has also hinted at the existence of a fifth force. But before we jump to any conclusions, scientists need to iron out the details and figure out exactly what's going on. So stay tuned, folks, because this could be groundbreaking stuff. A glimpse into the unknown territories of nature's forces. Russia is making a comeback in space with its first lunar mission in nearly 50 years. Despite military and diplomatic setbacks due to the Ukraine conflict, Moscow is hoping to reclaim its prestige in space exploration. The Luna 25 launch is a significant milestone for Russia's space program, which has suffered from funding problems and corruption in recent years. The launch is scheduled from the Vostochny Cosmodrome in the Far East, and the four-legged lander will weigh around 800 kilograms. It is expected to reach the lunar orbit in about five days and touch down near the moon's south pole by August 21st. The lander will operate for one year, 
collecting soil samples and conducting scientific research on the lunar surface and atmosphere. This mission is crucial for Russia's space program, and the biggest question is whether the lander will successfully touch down on the moon's surface. President Vladimir Putin aims to strengthen cooperation with China in space and reduce partnerships with the West, aligning with Russia's geopolitical priorities. The European Space Agency, ESA, has chosen not to cooperate with Moscow on this and future lunar missions after Russia deployed troops in Ukraine. However, Russia remains determined to forge ahead with its lunar program, even as it faces economic penalties from the West. Despite the challenges, Russia is driven by the ambition of its ancestors and the desire to move forward in space exploration. The success rate for this mission is estimated to be around 70%, but landing near the lunar South Pole is uncharted territory. The rocket boosters are expected to fall near the village of Shaktinsky, and residents will be evacuated as a safety precaution. Although Russia's space program has struggled to innovate and has faced competition from the United States and China, this lunar mission represents a significant step forward in reclaiming Russia's prominence in space exploration. So, we've come across some fascinating new research that suggests there might just be the largest known asteroid impact structure right here in Australia. It's called the Deniliquin structure, and it's buried deep in the Earth's crust in southern New South Wales. Now, this structure hasn't been drilled yet, but based on what we know so far, it's estimated to have a diameter of up to 520 kilometers. That's huge. You might be wondering why we haven't heard about these impact structures before. Well, it turns out that erosion plays a big role in hiding the traces of asteroid impacts. Over time, gravity, wind, and water erode the land and make it difficult to identify these structures. They can also be buried by sediment or disappear due to tectonic plate movements. But thanks to new geophysical discoveries, we're starting to uncover more and more evidence of these impact structures. They give us a glimpse into Earth's early history and how it evolved over millions of years. One interesting feature of these structures is the central dome, which is created when the underlying crust rebounds after an asteroid impact. This dome, though it can erode or become buried, helps us identify these impact structures. In the case of Deniliquin, magnetic readings of the area show a symmetrical rippling pattern around the core, which suggests intense magnetic forces during the impact. There are also radial faults and possible magma intrusions that add to the evidence. To confirm this impact, though, we'll need to drill deep into the structure and collect physical evidence of shock. So, when did the Deniliquin impact happen? That's a question for further investigation, but we're eager to get more answers about this potential record-breaking discovery. Hey there, did you hear about the fascinating research on dancing molecules and their initial motion drivers? Well, scientists have made groundbreaking progress in understanding how molecules react to stimuli like light, a crucial aspect of biology. This understanding is especially important in processes like photosynthesis. So, a global research team, led by the brilliant professor Jasper Van Thor, has combined two techniques to shed light on the reactions of protein molecules. One technique is crystallography, which allows us to take snapshots of molecular arrangements. The other technique is spectroscopy, which maps vibrations in electronic and nuclear configurations. By integrating these techniques, the team demonstrated that when the protein molecules were optically excited, their initial movements were the result of coherence. This means that vibrational effects played a significant role in the subsequent biological reactions. This distinction, 
observed experimentally for the first time, emphasizes how spectroscopy can provide new insights into crystallography methods in structural biology. The team even showcased their technique at X-ray laser facilities worldwide, shaping laser light to control protein motions and studying their crystal structures. By sharing the details of this innovative technique, researchers in time-resolved structural biology and ultra-fast laser spectroscopy are encouraged to explore the crystallographic structures of coherences. This research is a major breakthrough as it allows us to understand and potentially manipulate molecular dynamics on a super-fast timescale with near-atomic resolution. Exciting times ahead in the world of structural biology and protein research. So, here's some fascinating news. Researchers have discovered that even when DNA analysis is not possible, comparisons of the structure and shape of certain parts of the human skeleton can provide detailed information about relationships. This comes from a large-scale study by an international research team led by Dr. Hannes Rothman and Professor Katarina Harvati from the Senckenberg Center for Human Evolution and Paleoenvironment and the Institute for Archaeological Sciences at the University of Tübingen. By analyzing genetic and skeletal datasets, the team found that the structure and shape of dental and cranial elements are particularly useful for determining genetic diversity worldwide. However, they also noted that certain features worked better than others, which may be due to how they evolved. This research could be a valuable reference in future archaeological and forensic investigations when DNA analysis is not feasible. The diversity of human skeletal morphology is a result of various evolutionary forces acting over a long period of time. Evolutionary biologists categorize these forces into neutral and non-neutral processes. Neutral processes refer to mutations that don't offer direct advantages or disadvantages to individuals, while non-neutral processes are mutations that affect an individual's fitness. To draw accurate conclusions about genetic kinship, Researchers suggest using skeletal elements that evolved through neutral processes. In the study, the team focused on teeth and skulls, which have primarily evolved through neutral processes. They found that small morphological features on the teeth, such as groove patterns, cusps, root shapes, and the presence of wisdom teeth, were particularly informative. Including all features of the skull and teeth yielded the best results as more skeletal features provide a richer understanding of underlying genetic information. This non-destructive approach could be an excellent alternative in cases where DNA preservation is poor or destructive sampling is not possible. The study was published in the journal PNS Nexus. Around 1.1 million years ago, a significant cooling event occurred in Southern Europe, resulting in the extinction of archaic humans on the continent. This discovery, made by Marguerite et al., reveals previously unknown extreme glacial conditions during that time period. It is believed that the glacial cooling pushed the European climate beyond what archaic humans could tolerate, leading to the depletion of human populations on the continent. Before this cooling event, the climate in Europe was generally warm and wet, with intermittent mild cold periods. The prevailing theory suggested that once humans arrived, they were able to adapt to various climate cycles and survive in increasingly harsh conditions. However, the new evidence challenges this idea of continuous early human occupation of Europe. To uncover the impact of climate on early human populations, Professor Cronus Zadakis and colleagues 
analyzed the chemical composition of marine microorganisms and examined the pollen content in a sediment core recovered from Portugal's coast. They discovered abrupt climate changes, culminating in an extreme glacial cooling event with ocean surface temperatures dropping below 6 degrees Celsius and semi-deserts expanding on land. Such a drastic cooling event would have put small hunter-gatherer groups under immense stress, especially considering early humans may have lacked adaptations like fat insulation and the means to make fire, effective clothing, or shelters. By running a climate simulation on their supercomputer Aleph and combining the results with fossil and archaeological evidence from southwest Eurasia, the researchers developed a human habitat model. This model indicated that the climate around the Mediterranean became too hostile for archaic humans, leading to the depopulation of Iberia and southern Europe during the early Pleistocene. The apparent absence of stone tools and human remains for the next 200,000 years further supports the idea of a long-lasting hiatus in European occupation. It is postulated that Europe was likely repopulated around 900,000 years ago by more resilient humans with evolutionary or behavioral changes that allowed survival in the intensifying glacial conditions. So, there's this star system that has caught the attention of researchers, and it's unlike anything they've seen before. They call it a heartbeat star because it pulsates in brightness, just like a beating heart on an EKG machine. But what's really fascinating is that one of the stars in this system is experiencing something quite extraordinary. It's getting hit by enormous waves. Yes, you heard it right, waves on a star. Now, typically, these heartbeat stars create tides that distort their shapes as they swing close together, just like the moon creates tides on Earth. But in this particular system, the smaller companion star induces immense tidal waves on the larger star whenever they come close to each other. These waves are so massive and powerful that they actually break, similar to ocean waves crashing onto a shore. This discovery has given scientists a unique opportunity to study how massive stars interact. The tidal waves on this star are unbelievably huge, reaching heights as tall as three suns stacked together. To put it into perspective, each crash of these tidal waves releases enough energy to obliterate our entire planet hundreds of times over. It's mind-boggling. The researchers used computer simulations to understand this phenomenon better. They found that the waves start off as organized swells before curling over and breaking, just like ocean waves. And about once a month, as the two stars pass each other, a fresh monster wave comes crashing down on the heartbreak star's surface. So you see, the universe always has a way of surprising us with its wonders, even if we're just talking about giant waves on stars. Scientists at the École Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne have achieved a groundbreaking leap in mechanical oscillator technology. Over the past decade, they have made significant progress in generating quantum phenomena in mechanical systems, which was once thought to be impossible. By coupling mechanical oscillators with light photons, known as optomechanical systems, scientists have successfully cooled them down to near the quantum limit and even entangled them with each other. These advancements have opened up new possibilities in quantum computing, quantum sensing, and the search for dark matter. However, in order to operate optomechanical systems in the quantum regime, scientists face a dilemma. On one hand, the mechanical oscillators need to be isolated from their environment to minimize energy loss. On the other hand, they must be well coupled to other physical systems to control them. 
Striking this balance is crucial to maximize the oscillator's quantum state lifetime and minimize decoherence. To tackle this challenge, scientists at EPFL have developed a superconducting circuit optomechanical platform that demonstrates ultra-low quantum decoherence while maintaining a high-fidelity quantum control. They achieved this by using a vacuum-gap drumhead capacitor, which is a vibrating element made of a thin aluminum film suspended over a silicon substrate trench. Through a novel nanofabrication technique, they significantly reduced mechanical losses in the drumhead resonator, resulting in a quantum state lifetime of 7.7 .7 milliseconds, the longest ever achieved in a mechanical oscillator. This breakthrough allows for the observation of mechanical squeeze states and their quantum behavior for an extended period, opening up new possibilities for quantum storage in computing and communication systems. The impact of this achievement reaches various fields, including quantum physics, electrical engineering, and mechanical engineering. Today, we're diving into the fascinating world of hominin evolution and migration. Researchers have been making incredible strides in understanding our human and ancestral history by using climate modeling approaches. In two separate studies, scientists have shown us how these models can help fill in the gaps in our knowledge. In the first study, Vasiliki Marguerite and her team utilized a deep-sea sediment core to create a climate envelope model. By analyzing temperature records from 800,000 to 1.8 million years ago in Europe, they were able to assess the geographic range of hominin species. What they found was that hominins were able to establish themselves and thrive during long, stable interglacial conditions. However, extreme glacial conditions starting around 1.1 million years ago made the region too cold for hominins to survive. This likely led to a depopulation of Europe that lasted for several glacial-interglacial cycles. In the second study, Zhao Yangruan and colleagues focused on the interbreeding between Neanderthals and Denisovans in Eurasia. By combining fossil, archaeological, genetic data, and climate simulations, they were able to determine the habitat preferences of each species. Surprisingly, although both species lived in different environments, there were overlapping periods where their preferred habitats aligned, creating opportunities for interbreeding. These studies demonstrate how climate modeling can offer valuable insights into hominin migration and evolution. By analyzing climate variables, such as temperature and precipitation, scientists can better understand the environmental factors that shaped our ancestors' lives. This research opens up new avenues for exploring our human history and the way our species dispersed across the globe. If you're interested in trends, make sure to check out a similar study by Zeller et al. in Science, published in May 2023. They combined climate and fossil data to evaluate habitat suitability and preference for hominin species over the last 3 million years, shedding even more light on our ancient past. Thanks for listening to today's episode where we uncovered evidence of a potential fifth force of nature, discussed Russia's return to the moon after 50 years, explored the massive deniliquin impact structure in Australia, learned about a breakthrough technique in molecular dynamics, discovered non-destructive ways to determine genetic kinship, examined the extinction of early humans in Europe due to glacial cooling, marveled at enormous waves in a star system, witnessed a quantum leap in mechanical oscillator technology, and delved into how climate models shed light on hominin migration and evolution. I'll see you guys at the next one, and don't forget to subscribe.